0: All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Full Tank <laughs> Motorcycle Podcast with me, Rob, a.k.a. Motobob, and Tim, a.k.a. Rarefied Road. It's, Yay. Been, it's been a while, hasn't it? It has been
1: a while. You've actually managed to perfect the name as well. Yeah, I did that. That Mailed was it. first that was take. You e- didn't even we... have to think about it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Most important thing though, Rob, are you actually recording this time? Yeah, yeah I am actually good.
0: recording. That's a few episodes ago <laughs> that I failed to press record, yet Tim's still not forgiven <laughs> me. Just like to check. Yeah, double no. check. Yeah, well, I've got into the habit of double checking as well now. You <laughs> believe me. Um, yeah, it's been a while because we've just been super busy. Well, the last one was the NEC show, was it? When we recorded yeah, in it the was. car? On yeah, the way yeah, back. it
1: must have been because I didn't get my mug back until now. So yes, mm. that would have been the last time we've even seen each other. Yeah,
0: Tim left his um, reusable <laughs> coffee mug in the car, Yeah. and I dropped him off, and then I've actually. Held on to it all this I time. I thought I wasn't gonna. Yeah, <laughs> and brought it back for you today. So I feel Thanks, pretty man. good about that. But yeah, the, the reason I suppose we've been super quiet is just I was moving house, only down the road. But we've got another baby coming in a couple of
1: months. Yeah. So yeah, we need. You've got to... a fair amount on your plate. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's. not lie.
0: We needed to expand our domestic capacity. It um, was
1: Christmas. And it was New Year's. So yeah, we nice moved nice house, nice.
0: and then it was straight into Christmas and, and New Year's, and nice to spend time with the family. Yeah, exactly. Although I did take my podcasting stuff with me when we went away for Christmas, and and we were thinking about recording remotely. But then once you're in the <laughs> flow of it,
1: <laughs> once the mulled wines out and the mince pies are on the table,
0: I'd be happy to record a podcast with um yeah
1: mulled Possibly wine and mince pies. Even happier actually. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. We normally have a cup of tea in it or a coffee, and uh, yeah. That'd be nice. Get, let's get festive alcoholic. next yeah. year. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, and uh, to be honest, it's been very quiet on YouTube as well as um, as yeah. well as on the podcast in front.
1: I haven't noticed a huge amount from you. It's definitely slowed down, but then it would do naturally. Um, I don't think anyone's gonna begrudge you that.
0: What about you? But you've
1: been busy, I know you've been busy. What about you? Does that mean you've got a load of stock ready to post that you haven't recorded?
0: Well, some stuff from Eichner Right. That I'm still trying to edit. But yeah, I haven't been doing a great deal. Mm. I mean i 've moved into this new garage, which is pretty awesome, so the old garage was a few miles away from where I was living because most of London predates cars they didn 't really build <laughs> garages next to all these houses um, and so you quite often you get these little units in the yeah. back of like at the back of houses where there's multiple garages, mm-hmm. so I managed to get one in in one of those, and I was renting it. But it because it's like it had no power, no water. I had solar lights on it. It was just a roof,
1: basically. It, to keep yeah it, a roof I, and a door to keep. Bikes which I think
0: was asbestos as well. The roof <laughs> probably. <laughs> And yeah, also probably. the 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 door had a big gap at the front, so I'd sweep it out, and then next time I come up there, if it had rained and been windy, like mm. there was just loads of, mm. um, it was a nightmare. But it was quite good for just storing all of my tools and occasionally making videos up there. But it yeah. never really quite felt quite. Um, you managed to
1: make it look quite picturesque. I seem to think from your Instagram and videos thanks, that you've done there. It was kind you of. You really made the best of a kind of uh, sort of average situation. It's just a garage, but you made it look quite
0: good actually. It was quite grotty on the outside, which I think looks quite good for bikes. Like all the paint was peeling and stuff. Anyway, (laughs) so uh, it was fine, but not great. Actually, one of the most annoying things was that it was right next to um, like a main road. And so whenever you try to record any audio up there, you just get this hum in the background. And it was actually crazy loud. And yeah, I found that quite annoying. But the new place is part of the house. It's like one of those passages where I think coach and horses would have gone through to the back of a row of house, c- houses because it's it's really they're old houses and it's really big and it's the full length of the garage and then at the back of the gar- sort of at the back of what is now a garage, um, it's different colours of bricks from the rest of the houses. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're like yes, more built
1: out into it probably. Yeah, yeah. So
0: they they bricked up the back. Yeah. So it's really quite long. Uh, and I've got a lot more space in there, so I've got some ga- uh, garage videos coming soon. Hopefully, I've got lots of parts for putting nice. on the street twin, mm. um, and also just somewhere to film when I've got press bikes and somewhere to keep the press bikes that's a bit more secure. Which
1: is way more important. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And
0: I've got like cameras in there now and an alarm on it, yeah. which feels way more reassuring yeah, than yeah. either parking them outside or or in a garage a few miles away mm-hmm. with no power where you can't fit something like that so yeah it's, it's awesome but it's just taken a lot of time and you know what it is with garages like when you move house it's the default dumping ground for like all the stuff that you don't want in the yeah, house yeah. so like yeah, if my wife was like, just stick it in the garage, I'm like, no, yeah, no. it's my garage. I'm trying to keep it really <laughs> sparse so that there's a lot of filmed, uh, sorry, space to film. Um, but yeah, it has to be. Unfortunately, you know, you got to get the house livable for the family and just yeah. dump everything in there. I've finally, cleared it out now, um, into so the
1: you... uh, bathroom probably. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> just change exactly. rooms, yeah. Um, and it's got a little <laughs> conservatory at the back so i've got a, a room for editing so i've put a desk in there and that cool. kind of thing so making my videos in there so i'm getting more productive i'm getting up in the morning before my wife and daughter get up as well to get a bit of youtubing in so that's been a bit of a new year's resolution it's going all right like getting it. back into the videos but yeah and then i've had a couple of press bikes i was saying it's good to have more um, i think space. i saw yours outside did you i think the new is it black and red stripe? Yeah, yeah. Oh, looks sporty. So I had the Sinis Bomber, which is a one-two-five cafe racer built in China, imported by Sinus and sort of branded by them, uh, and it's about two grand or two and a half grand. Um, the the company that imports those bikes also does new NIU electric scooters. Oh, right, because I was thinking you might have got it off the English Electric. So. Okay. The company that have lent me this bike mm. is the distributor, not dealer. Right. Whereas English electric oh, are a dealer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been really actually enjoying it. The, the bomber was fine. It's sort of like 11 horsepower, and I was just obviously throttle wide open everywhere you go. <laughs> and it's a very little bike, so it's a bit of fun. And then um, now onto the electric. Yeah, it's it's interesting Is the reason I wanted to borrow a scooter Yeah. is because no one's going to lend me a, a zero like a £20,000 000, zero for no. weeks on end because like English Electric for example they need those for demoing for customers um, and I just don't think they have the, the fleet or the stock to mm. be lending them out for that amount of time but what I'm really interested in is like We've both been quite positive about electric motorcycles, yeah. but like, what is it actually like to own one and use as your main bike in the city? And so that's probably what the content that I make. I may make a specific review of that bike, but I also want to make a video about, like,
1: no, it makes sense is to it, make it specific. practical? Yeah. I mean, it'd be, <laughs> it'd be great to be like, oh, what's it like on the countryside? Terrible. Green um, laning. But it'd be pointless because no one's ever going to use it for that. It's nice to do the uh, commute thing. But you did, in the message, say at least that you potentially thought electric was the way forward. I think in the city,
0: (laughs) it's so weird. Do you ever get these comments where, occasionally I get them on my videos. For example, the new Fireblade, I noticed quite a few comments where people were like, oh great, another dirty, polluting combustion engine bike. Really? yeah like maybe people who own electrics and you also do get people who don't even ride bikes that watch videos about bikes so maybe they've got like a tesla or something like that yeah um i mean you know you get all sorts of comments like that and i appreciate both you know petrol bikes and electric bikes but i kind of i understand that mindset a little bit more now when i ride an electric scooter around Mm. london it's really quiet Mm -hmm. it's Obviously, yes, the electricity has to come from somewhere. Yeah. But in terms of like the air quality,
1: <laughs> you know, you yeah, feel like I mean, it's a cleaner I mean, machine. Um, I mean, yeah, that's the thing about the electric is sort of like, it's so clean. There is no consequence to this. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's like a power plant in the background.
0: So of course, yeah. yeah but, yeah. you know, there's an opportunity to, to make that power yeah. green. Um, whereas there isn't with a, no. an electric bike. Uh, sorry, a petrol bike. So, um, So I I do have that now where I look at a normal bike (laughs) and I think, well, that's just a kind of bit of an old-fashioned dirty machine. Yeah. But then, you know, there's pros and cons of everything, isn't there? Of course, of course. Um, I'd say it's it's a lot less uh, engaging to ride. And that's not just because it's a... a scooter as well. It's a scooter. Yeah, like it tops out at 45 miles an hour, um, but it's probably comfortable up to it's quick up to 30 quickish but then beyond that you know not very quick but yeah you get less satisfaction from using the gears and the clutch but also in a way it's kind of easier in town to ride because of that of course so yeah there's a bit of both it's very lightweight 105 kilos it still has those linked brakes. So I talked about these in the Sinis reviews for the 125cc petrol bikes. It's not the same company, but it's just this kind of idea that on small bikes that don't have ABS, you have to make it so that one lever operates both brakes. Hmm. On the Sinis, it was the brake pedal, and I just don't think you get very good feel through your boots. On a brake pedal. No, it was really weird. Well, yeah, it was. So you don't know what ratio of like brake fluid is going to the front and back, and you don't have very good feel. Whereas this has one lever does the front brake alone, and then the left lever, which would normally be the rear, I guess, on a on a scooter, Mm. does both. And uh, for me, it just you get good feedback, good feel, but it locks the rear up so easily. Yeah. And the rear tire is, like, <laughs> yeah. super noisy when it locks up. It's no, like, I, d- I did
1: it in the uh, yeah the super, in the in English Electric Motorcycle Company. Because I rode
0: one there a bit. Yeah, yeah and it I was
1: sort of like, d- pulled in, and I was like, oh, I just wonder if you can. And I was like, oh, yeah, it definitely locks up. And I was, yeah. It screeches along. It's, it's quite yeah. fun. It is good fun, but cheeky fun. And I was like, maybe don't do that when everyone's watching.
0: Well, <laughs> the, the Just
1: me when I was pulling in, because I was pulling into the forecourt. True. I was like, oh, no, y- not Yeah, here. they probably will not let you out on many more bikes if you're sort of yeah. back in <laughs>
0: But I guess what is sketchy about that is you don't know when the front's going to lock up. Like it's a bit wet today and greasy, you know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. The other thing that's great is just plugging it in every night.
1: So, yeah, so this is the thing, this is the difference, obviously. You are fortunate at the moment, obviously, in that you have a garage. Yeah. If you didn't have a garage, would that thing be usable for you? You can
0: lift the battery out. Oh, so yes. Okay. I think yeah the only thing that is a bit I mean it's got 60 miles range and it takes three and a half hours to charge Mm. through mains Mm -hmm. so that's pretty good yeah but to be honest anything less than a night's sleep is fine isn't it if you're parking it in your garage plug it in Um, it's quite rare that you would want to charge it in the day and get back on the road for me anyway I think Mm -hmm. it's more like does it have enough range for my daily commute and then when I'm home does it charge before I wake up in the morning and go again the next day yeah and uh, it has one battery under the floorboards and then one battery under the seat. So I think if you oh, were so the lifting, seat you can take out. Uh, you flip the seat up, pull that one out. You right. could lift the the floorboard one as well. I think you just pull the mat back and you okay. can um, take it out. But I think you know that's probably a bit annoying. One battery to slot out and charge if you're going to park it on the pavement yeah. um, is fine. Taking two out is a bit a bit annoying. The other thing is as well like I'm not quite in the habit of char- charging it every time I use it like it, yesterday I just went to the post office yeah. to pick some um, stuff up some deliveries up and I, I was in a bit of a rush when I got back to get out somewhere so I just parked in the garage shut the g- garage and then you know left and then today when I got on it it was on 75% charge which right. is fine mm-hmm. but yeah there's not much room now today for sort of um, sure you know, taking the scenic route. Yeah, little trips. It's super interesting, I'm really enjoying it.
1: You have not only, uh, not dodgy moments, but any moments where you thought you were gonna come close. To, not yet. To the battery, not to anything else. (laughs) No. To (laughs) locking up and dropping it. Yeah, no, um, not yet, but I mean, it's bound to happen at some point. I I don't know how long you're going going video. Make sure you get a camera with you if you do. What happens if you (laughs) run it down, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's only a light bike though, so it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, true. <laughs> I don't know if you can push it. Yeah, I bet, I bet you can. Do
0: you nope, know what I mean? So. Like if the battery's gone if, Yeah, does if, it... if it
1: locks the motor. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, it's got loads of quite good features for three grand as well. No, cruise, I liked it. It was cool. Cruise control.
1: Yeah. Self cancelling indicators. Do you, do you GPS. believe? Because you saw the video, I'm, I'm sure, as well, and I'm, they must have mentioned it on the day um, about it beating a Lamborghini Aventador on their sort of press video. If you go on the new website or on the new YouTube channel, they've got a video of it To what, like 10 miles track. an hour? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, not like, <laughs> not round a track.
0: It has a little kick. When it's you got a bit of a kick, but it might have to get. And then yeah. after 10, 15 miles an hour, it just doesn't. They got the front
1: end up and like pulled away. And they're like, yeah, oh, beat nice. it up to 10 miles an hour. Um, yeah. But I was like, mm, I'm not even sure the 10 miles an hour is. I feel like the Lamborghini was taking it easy on the start. Because it's, it kilo- <laughs> it's
0: 100 kilograms as well. The rider makes up quite a large proportion of the weight of the bike, yeah. so like if it was uh, someone much lighter, it. makes than a big it, difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it'll go quite <laughs> get quick. a little jockey on it or something. <laughs> it's funny actually. I was parked at the lights, um, coming over Vauxhall Bridge yesterday, and a guy on a scooter was asking me about it, which. To be fair, it has. I've had lots of people ask of questions, yeah, yeah normally. Um, because everyone says, oh, I know you zipping past, but it's silent. And then they're like, so it must be electric. Like, what's it like? What's mm. the range? All the same questions. As yeah, as, but what's course. the range like? What's the whatever? Yeah. Uh, charging time. I was chatting to this guy, and then a girl pulled up on the right-hand side of me, exact same scoot in the same colour. Um... Which is quite weird, because you don't think you'd see
1: a lot of them. Twenties. No, I mean, it's, it'd be funny to even see another one. I don't think I've seen one riding around. Or maybe one. But, I but certainly not driving next to you, the chances of actually doing the same route.
0: I um, just, yeah, straight away when Did I saw it. Did chat her, to her? No, I didn't chat to her. We just waved and laughed. Bikes. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't do that if I'm on like, the same bike yeah. as someone. Some people, when I used to have my Karasaki er 6 I, um. Yeah, there's a guy on my commute who had yeah. the same colour and stuff, and sometimes I'd be like, "Whey, yeah, 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 same yeah, yeah. bike," and he would just look at me like, <laughs> "Leave me alone." Um, but anyway, she was she was much smaller than I am, and I, d- I instantly thought like, "Why, it must go a lot quicker." Um, has sport mode as well, so yeah, that's yeah. You know. um, no, good fun. But yeah, that, that's entertaining
1: me a bit at the moment. It's quite good. It's fun. a nice way to start the year. It's cool. I Sweet look forward that. to the video. Yeah,
0: yeah, and also I'm in winter, it's going to be easy
1: to clean.
0: I got a jet yeah. hose from my mum and dad for Christmas because I've got nice. the new garage, it's got running water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can actually hose my bike down. You can leave it at inside
1: last. when it's raining, which is exactly. great and very important.
0: Yeah, it's uh, really happy times for me. I can't express it really, Tim, <laughs> just how much it's improved my life. <laughs> well, I look forward to seeing it at some point. Yeah, yeah, come Melbourne down. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what I've been up to. Other than that, yeah, trying to get the videos going again. I did take a rocket out the other day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Rocket 3. <laughs> you sort of slipped that one in there, sort of buried the lead on the uh, the text. <laughs> I like, oh, got a new. I took a rocket out. I was like, whoa, 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 yeah. back up. Yeah. I didn't ask you on the text because I figured it would be uh, worth asking you here I'm, in person. I'm, I'm, How was that? I'm still
0: editing some video of it. It's difficult because I got it from Triumph Central London, the new dealer right in the middle of, mm. of town in Vauxhall there. A really great shop. The guy who's running it is called Tarquin. He's awesome. Anyone yeah. who's listening, who's in London and wants to demo, try and go in and chat to him. He's a really friendly guy, and mm-hmm. and um, you know I think they'd be happy to see people just popping in for a, a, a browse and taking a spin on their demos. So um, yeah, I, I went in there. They've got a, a GT, so the Grand Tour, I guess, um, yes. as opposed to the R, which is my like Roadster style, and uh, it's in black, which is my favorite color. They've got the red in the Roadster. Uh, The R, rather, and then the GT is available in like a grey option with some sort of decals on it, like some
1: graphics on it, red and black. Is it the RS, uh, like the Street Triple RS colours?
0: Yes, similar, very similar. Um, But for me, just in plain black, it looks awesome. So I took that out. It's difficult. When it used to be Metropolis, the dealership that closed down next door, Um, Mm -hmm. I took a couple of demos from there. and. Uh, a couple of comments on the videos would be like, you know, you've taken a Thruxton R and then just rode it around the zone yeah. one London. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, Woo. to be fair, a lot of people do that. Like, yeah. a lot of people commute on a Thruxton R yeah, just for yeah, the style yeah. points. But, um, so yeah, I took it sort of through town and then got up to the A40 sort of on the way to your place, isn't it. That. Yes, yeah. And um, I just went out a bit and then found a. Somewhere to merge back onto the motorway so that you can mm. go from thirty up to seventy. Yeah, do you know what I mean. See what it
1: was like, yeah.
0: yeah, and yeah, it's rapid. Yeah, um, it's really weird. Actually, I've not ridden the original, so I, I wasn't really familiar <laughs> with
1: what it would be like no, to I'm ride. Curious about the original as well. To be honest, they still hold a decent value as well. Do not, they? But they weren't. I guess they weren't cheap. So obviously, cheap bikes when they came out in the first place. But of course, they're, yeah. they're still holding. Yeah, their value now.
0: Well, I mean, what was really weird about it is. Obviously, I spent uh, last year quite a bit of time on the Street Triple RS, because I went on that press launch. Yeah, so I had a couple yeah. of days riding there. And um, yeah, I've borrowed triples as well before. I've ridden um, Speed Triple last mm-hmm. year. I've, ha- I've you know tried a Tiger for a day as well. Um, it's really familiar, the sound of the engine on there. Because yeah. you, you get on it, and you think Does it's going it to be Does like it sound a- more raucous, though? Because obviously, it's so much bigger. It's uh well you're expecting it to sound like a V-twin yeah. or something because the only bikes that are that size are like oh, the twins yeah yeah harleys yeah. and um indians and that kind of thing but yeah you get on it and it's got much more of a familiar triumph hum right it's just like all it sounds like is if you took a street triple and then like Tripled the size, so it was super bassy. Right, I was <laughs> gonna it. ask. is it just more bassy, yeah. And and, and, the, <laughs> just and the funny a thing boom. is, yeah, when you give it a bit of revs and and it goes at the rev range, it yeah. sounds, it sounds like. When you start revving a, you know, a street triple or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, But yeah, with a bit more beef, and obviously it doesn't. Is it? I, I think some of the reviews of uh, people that I've saw, um, taking them out in the demo day from Triumph, they were saying it was a little quieter than maybe they were imagining. Is it because yeah. it's Euro five, or it will it be? Still Euro sounds five. good, but yeah, it. will so it be a is, little bit quieter even than Euro four.
0: But there's got to be a, 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 an exhaust option coming. It's, mm. You still get a good feel for the sound, but uh, I. I almost don't say it in my reviews that it needs a louder exhaust because I kind of feel like it's obvious or boring thing to say, but yeah. it definitely feels like that. Like, well, that one in particular, you exactly. want some
1: ceremony, right? You want, yeah, it's a it's a big, expensive, fancy looking bike. You exactly. want it to have a little bit of majesty to it as well. Exactly. So,
0: um, yeah, but it is it is crazy how how quick it it yeah. revs up to. I mean, from 30 to 70, you just open the throttle, you don't even realise that you're <laughs> going that speed. I mean, yeah. looking at, back at the video, yeah, yeah. I sort of merged on, and then I was like, oh, I'll give it another squirt. I think I went up to, like, close to a ton, like, um. without even, without <laughs> a, like, literally, I, I just merged on, and then I just gave it a bit more throttle to see if it would pull up to, like, yeah. 80 or something. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, I was like, look, I, I didn't even remember it. I no, just remember course, like giving yeah. it a
1: bit of throttle and slowing down. Uh, and I I mean, like, I'm mean, i guessing the speedo can't even keep up. It just yeah, goes, exactly. bing, 70. Obviously, I was in Mexico. It goes up in 10s, by the yeah, way. Yeah, And it's kilometers. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's nice. I mean, that is one that I'm jealous of. But yeah, it'd be nice to see that thing. I need to get a full day proper. on it. I was going to ask, how does it feel? Does it kind of smooth out? Because it is, it's big and weighty. Obviously, it can do kind of crazy, stupid speed. Um, Does it feel like, how I'd imagine if you get a a bigger car when they've got uh, just better kind of stability as well, does it feel like because of the extra weight that it's maybe a little smoother? Like if you were doing legally, maybe on a track um, or an autobahn, Um, (laughs) 120 miles an hour sort of thing, but it wouldn't feel like it was struggling or wobbling or, you know. It's
0: pretty planted. Yeah. I mean, I think the only limiting factor is even on the GT, the screen's tiny and the bars are so wide that you just make a big cup (laughs) (laughs) for the wind. Um, Massive sail. But yeah, I mean, aftermarket screens will be coming probably yeah. if you are doing a lot of that kind of quicker riding. But at low speed, it's it's pretty manageable to be honest. I think it's mm. because the the motor is the majority of the bike and it's pretty low. Mm. You know.
1: Yeah. Do you? I don't know whether I've asked you this in the past. What's your favourite uh, engine setup of the ones that you've tried? Do you like treble? Does that feature uh, in your top two? Well, no. <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: I think I like because I'm mostly riding in town. Yeah, I'm mostly like anything that's twin cylinder, V twin, or or, yeah, yeah. or parallel twin, because it it just you need that torque to enjoy the bike. Bit of punch, from yeah. up from from going like naught up to like at the most usually forty or fifty, it, it, like that CB. Um, Yeah, the Honda. or whatever Mm. that I had, you just never found out, like, you never got the most out of it. Whereas Mm -hmm. if it's tuned down, you always get that with a twin. Now, I know triple's a bit more of a compromise, Mm -hmm. but still, I think a twin's more fun to ride around town. What's really interesting is the Tiger 900, which I'm going on the launch for, Mm -hmm. which I think I mentioned, is in Morocco, four days. It's probably about a month before the baby's due. No, a month and a half, so I'm safe but it's it's gonna be my last one for a while probably yeah. so i i just had Make to say good. yes yeah yeah and it sounds incredible it's a day of road riding a day of off-road riding um anyway the big thing that i'm excited to kind of find out about on that bike is the new firing order so the feedback from uh, triumph owners or tiger owners rather was that they like the triple and the kind of top end rush but actually when you're off-roading and stuff it's not really up you in the top to of the talk. reds yeah you, yeah, you need a bit to talk, yeah. of torque at the bottom so that's why something like a tenere africa twin might mm-hmm. be quite good for that kind of riding yeah um so what they've done is change the firing order from a one two three so this cylinders firing in sequence to one three two and lengthen the, the intervals between the te- second two cylinders right um so that it it's like the first two fire very close together but then the gaps are bigger so it's almost like the, the almost intervals like a of twin. a twin right yeah, yeah. yeah so what it should do they're saying is give you more torque and kind of a big old down, crank down for the first fire and then yeah yards, so it just keeps but you... then when you get it revving, it's still yeah. got that revvy triple rush interesting to me that sounds like the perfect combo and also it's made I'd be it... interested
1: to see if you can if you can feel a massive difference personally so yeah what, yeah, what I'm, I'm planning to do is
0: take out a uh, a uh, a Tiger 800, but the problem is all the dealers are selling them off. But I want to take one oh, out yeah, for course, just a couple yeah. of hours before I go and capture a bit of footage and capture some audio because also the exhaust note. I've heard it when mm-hmm. I went up to the factory for the launch on the new Tiger. It sounds way more. I don't know if it's just the exhaust has been redesigned as well, but yeah. it has a lot more like character to it. Triples, you know, they're much more. They're kind of smooth sounding. So. Mm. Um, yeah, can't wait for that. Can't wait to find out what um, that cool. what that's like. And so maybe my my answer to that is such a long answer as well. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be honest, is I like twin cylinders, but that is interesting to me. The best of both with that. Yeah, no, like a something. like a loaf of bread that's half white, half brown. <laughs> it could be yeah, best of both, 50 yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, what else have we been up to?
1: I can say what mm. I've been up to, which is just riding the Grizzo.
0: <laughs> you know what? When you mentioned Were you sad the second- that you haven't
1: heard any stories about it? When you mentioned the second hand <laughs> prices of Rocket Threes, I was like, Oh no, the well, Grizzo's yeah. gone then. No, I'm always just curious. yeah, it's not there anymore. Uh no, I'm always curious. I always look. Yeah. If you're looking at a new bike, I'm always curious so as to what you can sort of put me up. What's going for. on with the Grizzo? Is it just running? The Grizzo's been fine. But I feel like people would be upset if they didn't have, you know, a little bit of an update as to how it's been like to live with. Um, and it's, you know, it's been fine, but it has been quite damp, Rob. It's been quite wet. It's been quite damp, and Italian bikes don't like cold, wet conditions.
0: Yeah, that's a that's
1: a sort of law of the universe. It's, it's, isn't it? Exactly, it's an irrefutable fact. Um, and the, f- the funny way that it decided to show that. It's been sulking basically, <laughs> so I, I went to it. Um, at the sort of just before Christmas, and I was I was riding in uh, to the bike shed, and got about sort of a mile and a half, two miles. You know, you, usually you'll go a fair distance from your house before you'll sort of glance down mm. at your speedo mm. and saw that I was in fact doing zero miles an hour, right, <laughs> and had been for a while. Um, <laughs> So you know, I was I was perturbed by that to a certain degree, and I had to ride into work without any speedo, uh, which is uh, which is great. Not um, ideal. Not ideal. You've got to kind of guess it. Uh, you there's a lot of speed cameras on your. There's an, com- yeah, that's yeah. the great thing. Is that and there's you that know, like, average speed check zone. The whole way to the bike shed is average speed check. So it was a lot of guesswork. That <laughs> it was quite yeah, like, stressful.
0: <laughs> do I trust the guy that I'm riding behind? Basically. Exactly that,
1: right? So I just pitched myself behind a car, and I'm like, "Yeah, I reckon you're doing 40. You, <laughs> you, you look like you'd be doing the speed limit. You, you don't look like you'd be speeding." Do you not have your
0: phone mounted on your
1: bike? I don't. I now have an app, and I now have a RAM mount. So if it happens again, <laughs> I can a back. Yeah. Um, but then you know, I was I was fairly knocked, but I checked in work. I'd sort of fix it. I got myself some uh, whatever it is. Um, switch cleaner or something oh, to yeah, sort yeah. of fix the problem and looked how much the new switches would be if I needed one. And then I, uh, and then I came to it sort of a week later, two weeks later, ready to fix it. And I uh, didn't need to. It fixed itself. So for the moment, I'm just leaving it be. <laughs> Clearly just decided That's to the best time of
0: Best time? Best type of fix, isn't it? The one yeah, where you well, don't actually have
1: to do it. <laughs> sort of, apart from the fact that I'm like, well, why did you break in the first place? Yeah, just to tease me. Yeah, I've got everything sorted now, and then you've done that. Um, so that was great. So I've got a few things. Basically, the first part of uh, my year, I think, is going to be uh, tweaking the Grizzo just to make it a little bit smoother. It's she's an old girl, and I think mm. she needs a little bit of maintenance. So you're sticking with her for now. Yeah, definitely for the time being. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm going to change it anytime soon. Uh, also, I'm not going to commit myself to saying I'm going to keep it <laughs> for any length of time. So if anything pops, the saga continues. Time, uh, it's <laughs> yeah, it's been a wealth of entertainment for me anyway. But yeah, so a, lot, a fair amount of my um, content for the first month probably is going to be me updating, not updating the bike, just sort of tweaking it, doing a bit of service really. Yeah, yeah. Which I think we all need to do. It's not going to be the most riveting of uh, footage, <laughs> but it might be comical as the bike breaks out. So you know. <laughs> Yeah. Oh well, I look forward to it. Speaking
0: of um, watching comical stuff, did you watch? Uh, well, it wasn't comic. It was comical in bits. Yeah, wasn't it was it? funny. What was it called? The Speed Up. Yeah. Have you seen them before? BBC Two. For anyone who didn't see it, so you can probably watch it on iPlayer. It's a new mm, hour-long can't... show, and it's. I think the... it's a one-off
1: though. I do think it's a series. Well, maybe it's a pilot, but there's certainly not nothing for a little while. Huh. Uh, maybe they're just testing the water with it, but I'm pretty sure. BBC don't tend to make like huge runs, like loads and loads of episodes. They tend to sort of do little pockets.
0: Well, we'll find out soon if there's another episode. Whatever, I
1: set a series link and there was nothing in the near future because oh. I did like it.
0: Anyway, that for for anyone out. who didn't uh, see it, yeah, it's S Bomb Customs, which uh, is a shop based in Pool, and it's just a little documentary. I mean, it's a little bit like Pimp My Ride, but without. Next
1: to the Z. Yeah. <laughs> well remembered. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It was weird when he went into the uh, the car thing. So for anyone who didn't watch it, basically, they had a custom uh, Honda, which they're doing for a an amputee uh, gentleman who was going to be taking it over the was the French and Italian Alps, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was really cool. They did a nice job on that, actually. Um, and it is entertaining to see people build as Sort of from my limited experience of obviously building the BMW and brother, it was nice to see other people kind of struggling with it or what goes into a professional build.
0: Yeah, yeah, it um, was kind of interesting. I think, it, it, yeah. I, I just checked by the way while you were explaining that, and and it doesn't even if you go on the BBC site, it only says if there's another uh, episode coming up, but doesn't appear that there's anything. So yeah, interesting if it was a pilot, but. Uh, It's weird watching a build like that because you can watch lots of that type of content on YouTube if you're into bikes. Yeah, yeah, easily. Loads of it. And it'll be more detailed, whereas you get a whole build in essentially probably 15 minutes of footage on, on that show. Yeah. So you don't really get into the details. So I think for bikers who are really into doing their own stuff on the bikes or like a bit more information about all the little jobs that are being done then perhaps it doesn't satisfy but it's always going to have to be a little bit more mainstream and that's what almost um, every show like this does is wraps it in some kind of emotional arc so they'll find a person who has a, you know, uh, like this guy had his... um, Has a cause really Yeah, yeah. he lost his leg and then wanted to get back into biking and prove to himself that he could do it so they kind of wrapped it in that and I think that's what makes it appeal to people perhaps who don't ride bikes or don't care about I don't know which oil they used when they changed it, or you
1: know, niche yeah. stuff like that. Like, um, yeah, so I mean, if they went into sort of the real minutia of, <laughs> of yeah, because if you watch, there's there's a few probably, isn't there? There's, uh, the, what's the chop shop one that they do on? You can find it on uh, Amazon, or Netflix, or something like that. And there's there's more than a few sort of car ones as well, where they really will go into more detail, yeah, with stuff. But like you say, because BBC, they sort of. I think justifiably have to sort of tell the line of entertaining people who maybe aren't as interested in the bike side of things 8 o'clock on a Sunday night you know that's a fairly yeah. um, premium I think it did a slot. decent job though of, of slotting between the two because mm, yeah. I still I was still engaged and interested
0: yeah for sure it was sure. nice to see yeah I enjoyed it as well I think it will be interesting to see what effect it has on Biking in the mainstream, yeah. you know. I've noticed a lot of people like Thornton Hundred. If anyone knows them, that's a custom shop that I follow on Instagram. They had some amazing bikes at the Bike Shed Show over the last few years. But one thing that they really do that's quite popular is um, a bobber, a Triumph bobber. They convert it to supercharged and then put like knobblies on it.
1: <laughs> TKC 80s oh, I've seen that. Yeah. No, it came into the came into the Bike Shed. Is yeah. it for is it for a fitness guy from? So this YouTube? is what I was going to
0: say. I've noticed that a lot of their clients are becoming a
1: bit more mainstream. Yeah. In fact, the bobber I've noticed a, a, a few people. Because he brought people. that in and we all went around. It went. What the f is that? <laughs> like it's, it just makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's like cool the knobblies on it and supercharged. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. But yeah,
0: uh, the traction control must be working overtime on that bike <laughs> if it's supercharged <laughs> yes. with those.
1: Um, but but yeah, he's is he called Joe Wicks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he Lean came 15? in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't okay. think he. Well, not to be not to do him a disservice. He didn't look like he knows that much about it. Which isn't to be snobby about it. It's just that you look at the bike and you're like, the person who owns that isn't so bothered about it being a, a working functional bike. That's, no. that's all for show. Yeah, uh, and, this and is then what? you meet him, and you're like, yeah, it's, it's clearly like a Sunday. It's a nice trinket to have as yeah. part of being successful. But clearly, you know,
0: um, custom bikes have become more mainstream and like the general trend in fashion like five ten years ago mm. you know actually you know when you see kind of catwalk stuff and you're like no one's ever going to wear that that yeah. was the attitude about beards like not maybe 10 years ago but a little bit more where like wear on the catwalk everyone was like more rugged kind of like manly style is coming back into fashion Yeah, yeah. And, and like flannel kind of like lumberjacky vibes with big boots and stuff yeah and then you're like well that's not going to happen because it was like you know a bit more of a clean cut style maybe at that time and then now it's like it proliferates into everything and and I wonder if if its time is up soon like and and how long that trend continues for or whether yeah like the fact that it's just becoming mainstream now. The fact that custom motorbike show is on BBC Two. Is that just going to give it a new lease of life and? I'd custom say, bikes yeah. Can keep going? I,
1: was look, I was trying to look at it as someone who maybe wasn't into bikes. Just briefly, sort of what it would make me feel. And I have to say, if I wasn't already riding, it would be a pretty big temptation to potentially get my license. And I think if you were looking at a trend that they, that, that one episode kind of sparked off even i was looking at it being like ah oh, scrambling got a bit of green laning, looks really fun yeah bit of exploration and the fact that the sort of the narrative the story that they obviously fitted it around was was this guy trying to get back on the bike and then having a bit of an adventure yeah being ex military was was quite cool and really quite appealing
0: yeah um,
1: and that, that was the thing that sort of got him out of his mental funk because he was saying that obviously his family's going to see him uh, happy again for you know
0: do you think it's interesting watching
1: nice. it as someone who creates videos as well like
0: the the, all the stuff they did layer around it the emotional side and the adventure at the end yeah does make you think although when you create videos for youtube you do have a kind of like dedicated audience who wants to know like the specs of a bike or like how to do a specific job there is like potential to make it a bit more like broadly appealing if you can sort of put some of those techniques in yeah yeah but you'd have to be brave though wouldn't you
1: yeah But you can do it in a small way, I think. Definitely, you could do it subtly, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd probably go too far on the spec side, where I'm listing out numbers, and I'm like, even I don't really care what they are anymore. Yeah,
0: what's the actual story here (laughs) about this bike? Yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? I mean, you you can't really work the emotional angle if you're vlogging. (laughs) I'm feeling really sad. I'm really yeah. sad today, because I've got to go and test ride this bike, and I just don't know if it will cheer me up or whatever. And then by the end, it's <laughs> got like happy music. And I just <laughs> didn't sleep well last night. And yeah, yeah. this bike's really waking me up. You know up. what, though? Vloggers do that, don't they? The ones that yeah. more just vlog their daily yeah. thing. It's like, yeah, I'm having a really whatever. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I'm
1: not going to lie. The Grizzos brought that out of me a little bit.
0: The <laughs> other thing that might, <laughs> The other thing that might push biking in the mainstream a bit more as well is the Guy Martin yeah. jump.
1: Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cracking. Yeah. It was good. I like that. I mean, to be fair, look, so I, my dad but watched that as well, but I think slightly before me, and he was like, oh, I'm not impressed with this one. Because I watch anything that Guy Martin does. <laughs> one of my favourite Christmas presents, sorry, to completely cut in uh, Divergent. My mum got me a uh, picture frame. Uh, signed, Guy Martin.
0: No way. Yeah,
1: on the Tyco BMW going around. Um, I, forget, I don't know which corner it is, but yeah, it's signed. Um, That's cool. Photo That's of him going cool. around the TT. I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, that was such a nice sort of surprise gift. She'll be listening as well. She'll be really happy at that.
0: Anyone who doesn't um, know, Tim does a mean Guy an impression, and if you. It's OK. It's all right, it's <laughs> all right. It's Bob on. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, if you you can watch him do entire motor
1: vlogs. If you, I've tried. Do you know people get annoyed with that? Do they? And I also noticed. So I, I started putting them out. I don't know whether it's because I was watching it. I love. it. I, I started seeing a lot more of this video. This channel called Proper Guy Martin pop up on my my feed. Is that an impressions that, thing? No, no, that's him and. I don't think it's him that's putting it out there, but someone is. And I'm like, I just wonder whether, <laughs> whether he would be flattered or annoyed um, at me pretending to be him reviewing bikes. But I don't know.
0: Yeah, if you go on
1: Tim's channel, RarifyBroad. Have a look, let me know what you think. Yeah, or just search on <laughs> YouTube, Guy Martin RarifyBroad. Oh, yeah. road. If you type in Guy Martin on any bike, any bike, and it's, it's going to be me doing, doing the voice. And I've had people <laughs> very, very kindly say they, they thought it was uh, Guy Martin. Really? Some people. Some people. It is good. It's not. It's all right. Yeah. Especially because you got the lid on and it's all that. Okay. Yeah. Well, exactly. How do you know who it is? I was actually contemplating getting the lid just because I like it, but um,
0: we should do a whole episode where you stay in character. You can That'll try be a true test, and I just interview you. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that 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 show was interesting. I mean, it again. It, it you know, it has that. Where they've set it up as, like, can he do this jump? And yeah. that's the kind of suspense that keeps you watching. And it's I a little more TV kind of treatment. Yeah, I
1: think that's what my dad had an issue with was that it was just sort of built to. Uh, it, he, I didn't. I think he. He felt like it, they'd drawn it out a little bit. But I actually really liked. Quite like the history side of it. Like I say, it was more TV. So it was a, around the, the history side of the Great Escape. And yeah. those encampments actually watched what really happened. Um, and then the jump was almost. The actual jump was almost secondary, but the training that he did before it yeah. was really fun to watch. I thought he did really well. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's pretty awesome, wasn't it? I, I also like the section about a bit of information about the bike and how they kind of like modded With it. Triumph. You know? Did
1: you think it was a little bit advert esque though?
0: <laughs> yeah. I and mean, look, you know, it's probably like a bit of a commitment for Triumph. Massive. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, so if they, and also like, it potentially could be. Go wrong as well if the bike doesn't perform. True. So it is a bit of a risk. I think they would only do it if it, you know, is going to look decent for them. But I also noticed a lot of dealers on Instagram. You know, most Triumph dealers have their own Instagram account. A few of them were putting out similar customs, and they were getting snapped oh, nice. up quickly. Oh, of course,
1: they were. Have so, you? Uh, I wonder that one with the custom paintwork as well that he did himself. Whether that one's yeah, going to yeah. have some extra value in the future. That might go in the museum, probably at the factory. Yeah, I guess. Potentially. Did it make you, have you ridden the Tiger 1200? Not Tiger, uh, sorry, the Bo- uh, Bonneville 1200. Yeah, I had it for a couple of weeks. I love it. And of course. You said it was like a Land Rover in London. Where you yeah, yeah, it's just like a monster or so. Um, yeah, because I've never ridden it. But yeah, watching that, I get to be fair. It just shows how impl- influenceable I am. <laughs> um, to watch it, I was like, oh, I'd love it
0: Got right. to get one of them. I, yeah, I <laughs> really,
1: really want one, though. It, it looked massively appealing. I'd say it's probably my bike. favorite bike I rode last year. Seriously, I think so. I really want to try one then. I a, bit, a lot
0: of people said they're disappointing, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, maybe if you build up your expectations, it's like with films and someone says it's good and you go and it's sort of it's only okay. It makes it seem like it's lesser. But um, the people that said it was disappointing actually,
0: like pr- perhaps enjoy the off roading side a bit more. Right. So, like, I remember on Instagram, two people that I can think of: Will Collins. I don't mm. know if you know Will. He's a photographer. Yeah, I uh, he's got a ten He tried the. 1200 scrambler didn't really get on with it, and he had a Thruxton before that, so it's not like he doesn't like Triumphs or the motor. And then also Henry Mm Crew, who did the round the world on the scrambler um, desert sled, borrowed one as well, and he didn't really get on with it that well either, and kind of preferred the 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 slightly lighter and more aggressive style. He's been around the whole
1: the whole world on that Ducati, so he's he's going to be true.
0: Yeah, it's difficult. You know, obviously everyone has their biases around what bikes they ride, but also. Does that give him quite a good experience of, of sort yeah, of? Yeah, like, maybe. I don't know. But then a lot of people, you know, I, I've I've spoken to people who've bought them and just absolutely loved them. And and for me, yeah,
1: yeah. I loved it. I, well, I mean, you said it. I've been to dealerships and asked them what their favourite Bonneville was, and mm. they were like, yeah, the uh, the 1200 Scrambler.
0: Yeah. So, uh, mate, go and go and check one out when you can. I'll
1: tell you what, I really want to do with it. If I was going to do it, would be the Triumph of Road experience. Yeah. I think that's the way I'll probably end up doing it. I'll be tempted by that But I think it doesn't Start till summer
0: We should look at it um, But yeah It's um, Yeah Pretty awesome bike the, the the guy who was in The, the video as well With Guy Martin um, Stewart He's the head en- Chief engineer I think um, mm. Yeah He's He's a super interesting guy And I've met him On a few of the launches You know As I've been spending A bit more time there I kind of the first time I met him was about, around the limited edition Daytona launch. Right, yeah. I went up there for Bike World to cover it, and I had yeah. to kind of interview him. I, th- I think I was a bit unprepared, and I didn't really know. It was my first time doing something like that, so I didn't really know how it, w- it would go down. So I had a few mm-hmm. questions in mind, but yeah, he's a really knowledgeable guy. And hopefully, on the Tiger launch, I've got a bit more kind of idea of, of what kind of content I could do. With mm. we're talking to someone who knows everything about the bike. What I'd really love to do, as well, is like. I've got so many Street Twin and Street Scrambler owners that are subscribed to my YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm going to maybe at some point see if I can chat to him about those bikes. Because I kind of missed the wave on those. I wasn't really doing so much content when, mm-hmm. when they got launched. Um, yeah. So yeah, it'd be really interesting to talk about some of the design decisions on that bike. So yeah, hopefully get a bit more of a chat to him. But overall, I enjoyed the program. I can see that it was strung out a little bit. but. It would be kind of boring if they were like, "Guy Martin's going to try this jump. Here's his triumph because it's like the old the original was a triumph. Yeah. Here's the field. He does it. You've got to have a bit no, exactly. of exactly.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I, to be fair, I even watch the stuff where it's not necessarily bike related, where it's our guy in Japan or our guy in India or something like that, just because I like yeah watching his take on stuff. He's yeah. just He's he's just seeing it through his eyes is just fascinating. Yeah. Sort of take on wherever he is or whatever he's doing. So. It was nice to see, even with the history stuff, with the World War Two stuff. For sure, yeah. That it was, yeah, it was interesting. Um, <laughs> so that's about it for today, really. I think, off the top of my head, the
0: stuff that I've been up to. I've, on Saturday, I'm going Green Lane in um, with Off the Kerb, which is like a company that does. They actually do um, general motorcycle instruction. You can get your license with them. You know that that sort of regular um, mm. road license. Yeah, they do that around London. They've got quite a few locations, but. Down in Surrey Hills, in Dorking, they have an off road centre. Fantic sort of provide the bike. Well, I don't know if they provide them or they've just got a fleet of them, but it's the proper, it's not the Caballero Scrambler, it's their actual kind of off road bikes, that, you know, their bread and butter Fantic. Oh,
1: right, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and they, they give you all the gear, a bit of tuition, and then just take you around a route. What, did I think
1: it was Honda. Sorry, I looked at I that thing, know. I was looking at the bikes. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's Fantic,
0: so. Um, yeah, I, the reason I booked that was I just wanted to get a bit of off roading in it's before, before you go away and do the launch, Tiger Nine, yeah, because yeah, we got a whole day there. And like I've done a bit, but um, just want to do a bit more. You want to look comfortable and a bit more recent as well. And and like I'd be more than happy just clearing off down into Kent and finding some green lanes. I, I know plenty of places from when I've taken uh, press bikes and stuff down there and had a little go. But
1: take the new. Just yeah, <laughs> well that's what
0: I was thinking. It's like a shame I didn't get some kind of like, off roader from. And and obviously demo bike, it's basically difficult. I couldn't really think of any way to make it happen apart from you know pay to go on like a
1: a little day like that. No, it makes sense to go and uh, yeah, just warm yourself up with it. Really, loosen the joints and try some road
0: for a day, just like a a scrambler, you know, like Mm. a trail bike. But you you can't do it. Not really. No. This is what's got me thinking actually. That enjoying the electric so much in town. Yeah. It's like that's a perfect daily bike. (laughs) So this but is yeah the weekend. Twelve hundred scrambler in it. Because yeah. you're electric. Like the, the range sucks on the motorway. Mm. So like,
1: yeah, that, that that's the thing that I think a lot of people get um, mixed up with when they're sort of some people when they're commenting and you can you can tell when they've done it and it's kind of irritating is when people comment out of context on a bike. Mm. Every bike has its context. Every bike has its perfect kind of environment yeah. to be ridden in, where it's a dream, where you go on it and it's like, that's the tool for the job. Yeah. There is, you know, there's, there's better and worse tools for the job. But some people will comment on stuff like, I don't know, like, um, say something like the Street Twin or something like that, mm. which is great. It's made for town and city riding with yeah. a little bit of, of weekend stuff. And people will comment on it saying it's sort of slow. Well, you know, for example, yeah, yeah, and you are sort of like, yeah, but you're not getting the point. You're trying to ride this, yeah. If you like ride it around the track, capable. yeah, it's not made for it. You know, you're yeah. taking it in the wrong situation. So I mean, every bike has its perfect setting for that. Like the new is great for a city, and I think you know I'd still go for a full size bike. Rather than a scooter, if I was getting an electric, but yeah, no, I would probably, I'd go for, a, or at least a bigger scooter, and uh, right. maybe it's just vanity, but I would probably go for something that looked like a bike, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's
0: like I say, you know, with our familial situation about to change, like getting two new bikes is not going to happen. It's just like had me thinking, what's the dream setup? Because if you had an electric, you wouldn't be able to go far at the weekend. You wouldn't be able to mm-hmm. off-road, and like you would need to, yeah, yeah. Something like the the scrambler is perfect. And and like you say, everything every bike is is great for a certain situation. Like a tiger is probably much better for actual touring with luggage mm-hmm. and you know motorway miles. But for day adventures, you know, as in I'm going to go a few miles down the motorway and then come off and find somewhere to have a little razz around yeah, and yeah. then go to a cafe and then head back. Which is the sort of stuff realistic you're doing when you got two young kids. You're lucky if you get yeah. time to do that. You're never going to be clear enough for like weeks on end trailing around Europe. So yeah, that's why I think it's it's a it's a proper good bike. But um yeah.
1: All good. I, I think, think that's, that's it. Yeah, well it's been a pleasure catching up with you. Sorry As it's always. been such a while to anyone who's frustrated on the group. I did see some comments. <laughs> uh, and yeah. I felt bad for it. Um but you know, it's Christmas. Uh, everyone should be getting on with their lives at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <is> <laughs> Come it? back in the year.
0: Well, next year we'll know just to kind of announce that. Yeah. Yeah, but thank you for break. sticking
1: with us, yeah, and we probably should have just told you um our plans, but then we didn't know our own plans. So exactly. no, that was part of the problem.
0: All right, catch everyone soon, thanks for listening.